Imagine Youth Voices. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the IYV. It's always your faithful host with him. And in today's episode, we're going to be reviewing one of my favorite books ever of all time. It's Me Before You by Jojo Moist. So this book was released in 2012 with 5 million copies that were sold back then. Also, there is a movie that was... Um, made after the book itself it's it's me before you uh, same title the movie was released in 2016 but in my opinion it wasn't great as the book itself so usually i watch a movie and once i like it i go check if there is any book that was based on it but this time i decided to do the opposite way and i'm so glad i did that <laughs> So let's get right into it. In the early months of 2009, Louisa Clark, a 26-year-old working-class girl, she lives with her parents and she works as a waitress at a cafe downtown, a job that allows her to lead cozy existence and help her to support her family. She always wanted to explore the world beyond her village. Now, almost seven years later, she still lives at home with her parents, sleeping in a windowless closet so her unemployed younger sister Katerina and a single mother can occupy the larger bedroom. When the cafe closes, she finds herself out of job. Because of her limited job experience, she's forced to take jobs that don't appear to her, so she lands a position as a care assistant to an intelligent, wealthy and very hungry 35-year-old man named Will Trainer, who has spent the past two years as a quadriplegic after being hit by a motorbike. It is Will's mother, Camilla, who hires Louisa, and she does so out of desperation. She knows her son is miserable. She already employs a nurse to attend to his medical needs, but she hopes that somehow Louisa might boost his moral. Will, the man she's hired to look after, lived an exciting, successful life in London before the accident that left him in a wheelchair. The two get off a rough start as Will resents anyone who tries to make decisions for him or doesn't understand the depth of his struggling and his condition. However, the shatty and the funny Louisa eventually breaks through the wall Will has built around himself and a lovely relationship develops. The biggest issue here is the decision that Will made over time about his life and his future. On the other hand, Louisa has never fully lived, but Will has, but no longer can. In health, he had exaggerated in crushing people in business deals. He swam in a volcanic springs in Iceland. After the accident, he can't walk, he can't feed himself. The only power he believes he retains is the power to end his life. And as a man of action, he wants to exercise that power. But in Louisa, he discovers an unexpected outlet for his energy teaching her how to exert her own autonomy and he was saying stuff like you cut yourself off from all sorts of experiences because you tell yourself you are not that sort of person he scolds her you've done nothing been nowhere 
How do you have the faintest idea what kind of person you are? Frustrated by her inaction, he rails. Promise me you won't spend the rest of your life stuck around this bloody parody of a placemat. Then tell me, where should I go? Luisa demands, deciding that the only chance she has of getting Will to take an interest in his own life, in his own future, is to make him take an interest in hers. She devises character building adventures they can undertake together for her benefit. Might work. Giorgio Moyes disarms the reader with her voice. Her language is never lofty. The matter of fact, the language of Louisa and Will's conversations and thoughts and the starkness of their surroundings, Louisa's humble, cramped family house and Will's disability adapted annex magnify the bugrancy of their friendship. Moyes' pacing is ingenious. You don't quite notice when the wheelchair moves forward, but it does despite the resistance of the man within it and the woman behind it. Louisa seems to make Will at least halfway happy and her determination to impress him leads her to do a lot of things that probably could help her in the end to convince him of being sad and upset about his situation. The book is telling the story of a man and a woman in a small British town. One is confined there and one has confined herself there. Readers might think they are getting into a romance, but instead they find themselves enmeshed in a beautiful, emotional and suspenseful novel. No character in this book is a cliché, not even a minor character. The story is told mostly from Louisa's viewpoint, with a few chapters from the viewpoints of other characters. Louisa has a great voice as a character, she has a lot of her shoulders, but she's charming and funny, especially when she bobbles nervously. Will is more of a cipher as he confronts major problems, confined to a wheelchair, living with pain, missing his old life, and not knowing where and how badly his condition will deteriorate. Author Giorgio Moyes provides an eye-opening look at what quadriplegics have to deal with on a daily basis, physically, emotionally and, and also socially. Also addressed is um, the issue of death with dignity. The book has stride controversy of offering what some consider a stereotypical portrayal of a disabled person who, uh, who feels that life is not worth living because he's simply disabled. So in the end, me before you will move many readers to tears. I'm pretty sure, but not in an overly manipulative way. In addition to the humor and the emotions in the book, Moise doesn't telegraph the ending at all, which will have the most readers on the edge of their seat. So yeah, that's my review about this book. It's, it's quite interesting. Um, I'm gonna leave a link to whoever wants to read it. Also, as I mentioned before, there is a movie that I would recommend it as well. Thank you, have a nice day, see you in the next episode. We're